welcome to another episode of Random Ish with Sanja. What's cracking, lacking? How you doing? So today I am super excited about this. Been waiting for this conversation interview. I saw a movie. I saw the movie title and I saw the information. I was like, wait, what? I love vampire movies, but I like the cool ones, not like the little crazy ones. Grew up with the Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I like vampires, but I didn't get into Twilight. Sorry. I'm, yeah, wasn't into that. Sorry. But I have for us today the writer, the producer, the creator of the new vampire movie that I am so in love with because it's quite fun and it's not that scary because you know I don't like scary movies. <laughs> it's Vampires versus the Bronx. Oz Rodriguez. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, very excited to be here with you. This is amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Now, you. So, what's so interesting is, so I saw that it said, oh, this is his first, you know, project that he's done that's a feature film that you did for Netflix. And I was like, oh, man, I really want to talk to him, dude. Right? And then I started researching the guy, and I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> I like hit ding, like jackpot over here. You are an alumni, like unbelievable. The projects that you worked on, this is crazy. How long have you been in the biz exactly? Exactly. Uh, like how many years? Uh, fifteen years. Uh, like professionally, <laughs> like getting paid and whatnot, or something like that. Really, your career is only fifteen years long. For the, no, the professional part, not the, because we're going to get into, like, I want to get into how it, like, really, really started, but the professional part, you've done this much in 15 years? Wow. Okay, so let's break it down. Let me tell you some of the things that he's done. Um, <laughs> so he is an alumni director from Saturday Night Live. What? Jackpot. Bing. Right? Sketch comedy. Bing. Right? I'm, I'm funny or die is where you got your start at. How did, I have to know about this. Okay, oh wait, let me finish the resume. AP bio that's on right now. Did you just finish that? I caught the first season. I like your sense of humor. For you to be in, in charge of that, like, I like that sense of humor. That's really dope. How did you get your first start? How did that happen? Your first break, not the, not the team that you started with, but as you're on your own, how did that happen? Uh, well, I, I I got my first break actually as a team, and then oh, you did? Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I was uh, so I went to film school. I'm from the Dominican Republic. I I I went to Los Angeles to go to film school, and after that, I uh, you know for a couple of years I was like struggling trying to find my foot in the business and trying to make music videos, but the bands wanted me to pay for it, and I was broke. Wait, what? The bands wanted you to pay for to make their music videos? Well, this was like, uh, you know, music videos are cool now, but for a second they weren't because MTV was out. Oh, okay. That was the like one place where you kind of saw videos, so the budgets, all that thing went out the window. And, you know, we weren't, like, able to talk to big bands. We are talking to bands that, like, are starting out as well. They're broke as well. So, right. uh so yeah, then one day a friend of ours had an idea for a sketch, um, and I was working at film school with a friend, and uh, at the same film school I went to, I ended up working there, 
and we started making shorts on our own using the equipment from the film school. And that led to an opportunity at a website called Super Deluxe. Um, okay. That was kind of a precursor to Funny or Die. Okay. So that was the first time I got paid to like direct. And that was an wow. awesome feeling. Uh, so we did a bunch of shorts. We did like 30 shorts or something. And then this website uh, lost, uh, they weren't able, it was, this was early internet in the 2000s where people didn't know exactly how to monetize stuff. So they shut down and then right. I was out of a job. Uh, <laughs> so I went back to film school to teach. At that same time, Funny or Die had started. So I, uh, I uh, you know, I, I sent a random DM to someone that worked there and that got wow. the meeting. I yeah, love yeah. that. So it was yeah, a yeah. random DM that got you right. Hey, this is this is us. This is things we've done. I don't know. Uh, cool, coming from general, and that led to uh, they gave us a little bit of money to make a short, and from there they uh, the, the higher ups of Funny or Die like Will Ferrell, Adam McKay liked it, and they gave us a job. That is so awesome. Okay, so see, you're going right into, you just opened up the, the, the next question that I have for you. So you said that you came from the Dominican Republic. So when you were a child, were you like dreaming and thinking about storytelling? Was, was this something that you fell into or is this a dream that you had since you were a kid? I've always loved movies, uh, watched a lot of television, maybe too much. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, I knew I wanted to be in that world somehow. Um, right. But like, I've been asked if SNL was a dream come true. And honestly, it wasn't only because I didn't even know you could do the things that I ended up doing there. Like, I didn't know that that was even a job. So, right. so uh, yeah, I always wanted to be in in movie making or television making somehow do you feel like that there was any synchronicities or like magic moments i like to call them or do you feel like you uh, plugged away and 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 that's what got your break because it kind of sounds a little more like a, a little bit of intuition of when you knew when to call and stuff i think it's uh it's it's sort of a uh... There's a lot of, you have to be sort of prepared for the moment, and there is some right. luck that happens. Uh, I mean, right. that DM was answered, but I've sent many emails that have been answered in life. Right, <laughs> you know, right, so, right. <laughs> uh, sometimes it only takes one. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's, I've been lucky, but also sort of try to meet the situation head on and try to find a path and, and just try to stay busy, you know. I like that. I like that. So I, I'm, I'm hearing it's a little bit of both because they always say like when you when you hear people who have uh, kind of like had their lucky break or whatever, they always say that there's a little bit of luck to it. You know, everybody says that, but they never really kind of break down. What do they mean by that? Um, and I kind of feel like it is the impulses. Do you find do you have any? Inspi like inspiring uh, vices, I like to call them inspiration vices. Do you have things that you do that keeps you inspired? Like you said, you had all of those emails where people are not answering, where you're kind of, I wouldn't say rejection, but where, you know, it's kind of rejection. So are there things that you do that have kept you going before you started? I'm sure even now, maybe you don't get everything that you want. It would be nice though, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I just sort of let it go and keep going to the next thing uh, if I don't get a job or if something didn't work out. And I think that's something that SNL taught me. Um, you know, sometimes you have a sketch that doesn't work out, but there's the next show and you could try again. Uh, right. And some things are just not meant to be. Um, so as far as like, sorry, go answer your question. Um, I, uh, I don't really take inspiration much on like the things I didn't get or something there. Uh, I, I try to learn from everything, I guess. So it's, it's more of like a learning thing and, and just keep it moving, not trying to focus on like why something didn't work out. Sometimes, uh, I think sometimes a little self-reflection is good. Like, why didn't I get the job? Maybe I just blew it on the pitch meeting and sometimes that happens. Yeah. I don't know that necessarily that's always good. Like type of like a self-reflection in a bad way. I kind of think more of self-reflections and, uh, sometimes it's better to just be thinking about how far you've come along, you know, and how certain things have, you know, worked themselves out. That's the kind of uh, the the path that I like to be on. I'm not really into the whole like, well, where did I go wrong? And, you know, and what could I have done better? Because I'm, I'm more of a believer that, you know, we are all energy, you know, science is totally going into and seeing the entanglement of everything and how, you know, you think you're separate, but you're really not. And I like to call it the free Wi-Fi that's out there. So I kind of feel like people are tapping in and that inspiration, that impulse that they get is from being in a space where, you know, you're able to like kind of get that like aha moment or something like that, you know? Yeah, and I, I like to go for a walk. That's your inspiration advice. I love it. I love it. Always, yeah, that, I would say that's that's a very big thing I do. Of, uh, go for a walk to, uh, you know, sometimes an idea comes whenever and however, and you have no control over it. Sometimes it just comes when it comes. But I like to sort of uh, think about, think, overthink, and think it through in walk. Right, and sometimes right. you just need to take a walk to not think about the thing you're thinking about, too. Right. Right. Well, as a director, you're kind of like, you're, you're creating what you see inside your head. You're kind of like, you're the director of the show. You're, how do you get your, what, what would you say that your directing style is? Because in my opinion, the director is kind of like giving the flow of whatever it is that you happen to be watching. So the question was, what's my directing style? Kind of yeah, what kind of directing style would you say that you have? Are you very, are you very like particular? Where it's like it's got to be like this? Do you kind of let the let the the actors breathe? Do you, or is it kind of a combination? A little bit of both. I like to prepare as much as possible. It's a huge part of filmmaking that is not discussed about a lot because it's not glamorous, like sitting in an office and prepping stuff is humongous part of the job. Right. But I think you also have to prepare, know what you're doing, know the script inside out and the characters, and then also allow yourself uh, space to be surprised or, or allow yourself the space to have other people's opinions, like actors or cinematographer or whatever, because it's a, as much as you're a director and you sort of, 
you were the decider of so many different things and questions and answers. Uh, you also are a collaborator. You're working with a bunch of people, and it's always better uh, when you let people in and let the best idea right. win. So uh, I would say uh, there's a lot of that, and I think yeah, I really enjoy my job. So I try to make it as fun and enjoyable as possible. And and going back to that idea of like trying to have a set where people feel like uh they are involved and invested in the project so that they we can all make the best thing possible and some right. of that comes with just like human decency right right do you feel that you got a lot of your teamwork skills from your early days from when you were going to school and you guys now i i read somewhere that basically it was a group of you guys you guys kind of like got together you started making sketches and just kind of like doing your thing just getting anything and everything on film i freaking love that so do you think that that was really kind of like your your foundation of being able to like have such an open mind when you're doing any kind of project because you're kind of doing different things i've seen it's not all it's not like one type of you know what i mean it's not one type of genre you've got the comedy you've done now the feature film You've got this sketch. I mean, it's all comedy based, but it's not the same. Like, I don't feel when I looked at your different projects, I don't feel like I was watching the same thing. So that, that's well, that's great. That's cool. I love that. I, I want to do as many things as possible and sort of challenge myself. Uh, and um, there was another question in there that I had an answer to. But. I know I have. I have. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, that by doing all the sketches of my friends, we were doing all the jobs. So it does, it is helpful to do all the jobs if you can or have a little experience so you see the importance of every job and how hard it is <laughs> to be in the sound department, to be camera, to be props. Um, so it definitely helps. Uh, <laughs> I'm over here cracking up because I am literally a woman show over here and trust and believe I'm like... <laughs> I completely understand. Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, it was different when I was working with, you know, even at, well, no, because I'm a radio. I come from radio, 20 years of radio. And so that is literally just me by myself in a room. That's why I was like, oh, he wants to do audio? Psh, no problem. I'll be anywhere. <laughs> I can do that. TV and film um, and doing the podcast on video. What? I am like, this is completely different how I move my hands because I like to talk with my hands you know making sure they're staying in the frame you know uh the set back here the camera angles you know figuring out I, oh my god <laughs> it is definitely like hats off to all of you guys who and all of my friends that are uh in the industry who are doing the dang thing and those who are coming out so I have a question for you for those who are just starting or even like myself who are just now dipping our toes in a whole different pool of entertainment since you got your start like doing these comedy sketches this is why I like I'm like this is so I love it 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 you come from the Dominican Republic you go to school you meet your friends you guys do a whole bunch of just crazy stuff What's the, before I get into that, but what's the craziest thing that as, as teenagers, because you guys are teenagers, right? <laughs> I love the face. <laughs> He's like, oh, <laughs> what's the craziest thing that you guys did to make a video that would quote unquote go viral? I think it's like when we started, which sounds like a million years ago, 
uh, it, it was uh, viral wasn't even a thing yet. It was just we just wanted to make videos and, and uh, like I'm talking like early YouTube. This is 2000, so like when YouTube oh, wow. started. Oh, so you're talking about like 2008. 2008. So we started before YouTube, but 2006 doing stuff. Oh wow. Okay. So I'm. What I tried to do viral, I just sent everyone I knew an email. That's what I did. I, did. I was like, hey, this is our new short. Uh, let's see. Let me think. Uh, I mean, we made a lot of dumb things. Like, uh, oh, it's like embarrassing. Like, we had to like, I don't remember why we had to make, is this a PG? What's what's the rating on the show? You can do whatever you want to say. We're Some, some are PGs and some are not. So do, it, do your thing. I don't know. This came to mind. We have to make a. Uh, we have to have a conversation with a makeup artist because we needed some prop, uh, fake, human balls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The uh, conversation, I remember. <laughs> right. She's like, you went, you went, you want what? <laughs> uh. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So, no, but I remember like shooting in places we probably shouldn't have been shooting at, like. Uh, under bridges downtown and stuff like that. Right. Uh, I was in LA at that point. Um, Being in things like that, where you guys like hopping fences, breaking into like, maybe not breaking into, but like definitely being on your trespassing property. Yes. yes. Awesome. <laughs> See, I just, I love that, you know? And the hot dog days, did you have the, <laughs> I love hearing about like the, the starving artist days, the hot dog, the ramen days where you, we didn't really eat anything because we were putting all of our money into trying to get stuff. So did you? So did you have that rite of passage as well? Yeah, but you know what? We always, and this is something I would say as an advice: like if you can squeeze in some money, if you if you got people helping you, if you can squeeze in some money to get a pizza, it goes a long way. Right? You can, if you can feed people, even if it's pizza, it just goes a long way. It's really helpful. That's something we always did. Of like. We got to get a pizza for the crew and like, sometimes, you know, if we could, we try to help them, uh, pay them. But, you know, sometimes you're asking for favors, but I would say uh, try to save a couple bucks for a pizza. It goes right. all the way. <laughs> okay. So for, for anybody who's out there <clears throat> now in the day and age, since we've got the viral videos and now it is incredibly, uh, I would say just challenging, maybe some people feel like to get anybody's attention because, you know, video has taken off. Now you've got YouTube. I think I saw what, even with the podcast, I think I saw there's like a, some odd million, I think 10 million podcasts or 1.8 million, pod, I think it was 1.8 million podcasts or something like that. I was like, whoa, oh my God. So I guess I got to be happy for any, thank you for watching and listening. I appreciate you so much You know what I mean? <laughs> type of deal. Do you feel like, what would you do now? So if you were starting out like brand new now, what kind of advice would you give yourself now? Now all of the things that you know. It's still the same as far as like, it's still all about getting experience and doing, doing the thing. Like if you want to be a director, you can go to film school and it, it costs money. But I feel like I really learned after i started after from school like when i started doing it and you start working right. with actors and you start like hands-on experiences where i feel like i really really learned so 
I think it's a, it's just doing the thing. Like if you want to be a director, you start directing stuff on your phone with your friends and, um, you know, you'll be really frustrated at first because it's not feeling or looking like the thing you envision in your head. But, uh, <laughs> you gotta do it. do it anyway. Yo, you gotta do it anyway. Like the, the thing I've got, I've got a whole nighttime like set in my head you know what i mean i've got dancers coming out i got a band you know what I mean? i'm djing before i sit down <laughs> like i've got this whole thing going on in my head but you know what if 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 i just waited you you can't always do that and uh i too when i started radio a long time ago i started going to school for it and then i started i <laughs> i went to the uh station and i'm like this is why i ask people these stories i personally went to the station after being dared to and i said hey i don't care i'll wipe their ass and bring them donuts can i get an internship here and the lady started cracking up and she was like oh my god you're so funny and she was like wouldn't you rather get paid and i was like uh yeah <laughs> hang it so <laughs> i went from being a board up and then another chance meeting i met a uh, host for talk radio and we hit it off and he was like yeah my co-host sucks like so you know will you come on and 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 it just it just kept being one thing that just fell in place after another you know and so of course radio has changed and so now we're going in a new direction um but i always find it very interesting how other people kind of have like a very similar you know what i mean stories no matter what it is if you're a surgeon or if you're an actor or a director like yourself we all have those it's like a, a calling, so to speak. And I love that you've been in it since you were a kid. Is there anything that you would tell, um, now not as a person who is starting off, but as a kid who's maybe whose parents are kind of like, you don't know what you're talking about with what you want to be when you grow up. Sorry. Uh did I advise for a future kid or a kid or some kid who's listening to the podcast? So if their parents are kind of like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't want, you don't know what you want to be when you grow up or get a job kid or whatever. Um, what kind of advice would you give them? If you're super passionate about filmmaking, for example, I think, uh, just keep doing it. Keep doing it. Prove people wrong. And, uh, if, if, if you're in the case where people don't believe in you, I guess, uh, hopefully people do believe in you. Uh, young 11 year old I believe in you uh, so just I would say stay hungry always learn or try to be curious about the craft and be creative as much as possible do the thing like um, like I'm all, I'm still learning I'm still watching movies a bunch of times I'm still watching YouTube tutorials on things and like uh, I, I think there's never a end to learning. Like, I think I definitely got that from my parents. Like, they're still reading books about shit and they should be retired. Uh, <laughs> but I think it's, uh, it's certainly easier to do the thing now. And I think this next generation is so much more visually inclined. Like, I'm going to sound very old here, but some of the stuff that on TikTok as far as editing is really amazing. Like, no. the way they're putting these stories together. Yeah. So just keep doing it because now even more than when I was coming up, there is even more of a market for visual stories. And you see that in everything, not just like there's more channels, more streaming, more things, more, more things wanted, but yeah. also like news are more 
uses more visual. We consume so many more things visually. So there is a space for visual communication. And that's something you're super passionate. Just keep doing it. Keep, keep getting reps in. Keep doing shorts with your friends. Try to like, uh, one thing I also recommend is like, if you're truly passionate about this, make this, make shorts where you're like, okay, this short, I'm only going to, I'm going to concentrate on the sound and try to understand how sound works and do interesting things with sound. Make another short where like, okay, cinematography, what the hell is this? Or another short where like, I'm going to dive in with the actors and figure it out. Or, cause it's, it's, um, it's, uh, a lot of a lot of theory in film school, but it, in practice, it's really I guess where you you yeah. You make it I love that you're saying that because it is true. Now, so I'm loving that you've given such great advice to the kids because the vampires versus the Bronx, dude, it's kids. Like it was so. <laughs> I loved it. You had them in situations. You had them acting like, you know, being a little, you know, you know what I'm saying, being a little, you know. Um, but yet they were still respectful of their parents. So how did you come up with this idea that it was going to be kids fighting the vampires? Uh, well, that was an interesting... I had like three things I wanted to do. So I wanted to make, I wanted to make a movie that was more personal to me and involved Dominicans. This was December 2016. I was in the DR, and I was at a point in my career where I felt like I could do this. It was also the first month of the previous presidency, so it was a weird time that, that remains till this day. Uh, but I remember like being inspired because of you know that whole side. Uh, <laughs> so, so like being like fuck it. I I mean I remember also Jeff Sessions being confirmed. And he's on record saying Dominican immigrants are trash. So I'm like, well, fuck that guy. Um, so that was, I remember that moment being of like, all right, you got to do something. And then also thinking and remembering the movies I saw growing up that I really liked, like Goonies, Lost Boys, see Back to the Future, all these movies with these kids against these incredible odds. And I was like, I think I, I'd like to do something like that, but I like related to these kids like Goonies, these white kids in Oregon. I think it could be the other way around too. Uh, so, so, so this is this sort of the thought process of like the puzzle pieces, Dominican kids, and then I always had uh, back in in my film school days and making dumb shorts. I had this idea with my friends about. What if these vampires ran a building? And that was like as much as we had. Like, what if they're like so New Jack City? Yeah, <laughs> they're like that was it. That's all we had. And I always had that in the back of my mind. And then the last piece of the puzzle was like wanting to do something Dominican. Uh, I, you know, my mind went to Washington Heights, where uh, a lot of Dominicans live. But talking to my friends there. Every time, all of them mention at some point gentrification. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, Asian vampires, and then yeah. I remember the, the yeah. second biggest Dominican place in New York City, the Bronx, and I think there was like this light bulb, all those, the puzzle pieces came together, the title came really soon, and that was it. We were off, off and running. I was like, when I saw that, I was... <laughs> I was like, he's hitting so many different like 
facets, you know, do, do you feel like comedy's got to be a little bit smarter now? Because like, I, I felt that you were kind of like using these different things as metaphors, the vampires, you know, being those, those folks <laughs> who want to kind of like, you know, homogenize everything and you know what I'm saying, you know, also the energy suckers, there's like, you know, they're energy suckers, they take your energy, right, okay, and then you've got these kids from the different backgrounds, but yet they're still, they're still together, then you had the whole community kind of like come in, you know what I mean, there was like so many different, I felt like metaphors and you did, it wasn't like cheesy, you know what I mean, it was smart, you know, even the laugh, the, the lines where you laughed, it wasn't like a, a cheap laugh, so to speak, do you feel like comedy has gotten smarter, is it, I don't know, is that, would it, would, would, is it challenging, maybe the right word instead of harder? Is it more challenging now? Um, I would say, um, I'd say yes and no. I think there's always been smarter comedies that, usually comedies are, the best ones are very funny, but also have smart or have sort of some emotional truth behind them, like the, our favorites. And some are just, insane and ridiculous and that's fine right. uh i would say it's sort of like been a mix i think it's it's always been i would say there's always sort of been the the sort of highbrow and lowbrow comedy i guess if you will mm -hmm. uh but i think the cool thing now is that because the playing field is being expanded there there is um recognition that uh there are many different audiences and audiences want different kind of stories. So now I think right. it's, it's very exciting to play in that field of, of, of stuff. But um, yeah, I would say, it, I think it's maybe the people that are getting a chance to do it are, 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 are different. Right. Cause the little boy, he didn't get to kiss the girl at the end. Like, so in like every other movie, you know what I mean? You know, he, he killed the vampires. He took over, you know, everybody came out. Oh, you know what I'm saying? All of that. And, and method was in that too. Right. Um, so, I mean, but, you know, and, and, but it was re it was more real. Like it was smarter. It wasn't just, you know, your cheap, you know, girl type I, thing. I mean, one of the things I remember when I started out was like, this is a movie about New York kids and New York kids are not, um, are more, are smarter, more adult than every other kid in the country, just because like they have to go out into the elements earlier in life and they have to deal with right. shit. They have to get in a subway, go to school and, and they're already exposed to the world before other people. And frankly, this movie, the real, <laughs> real process is probably a rated R movie because the kids are, uh, you know, uh, so yeah. So I felt like I needed, like, there's something I, I thought of too. Like these kids, these, these to feel like these are New York kids that are smart too. And, and, yeah. um, it was kind of like um it was kind of i felt like reality you know there's there's movies there are films that i feel that are very like cinematic but this was kind of like real you, you know what i mean it was kind of like a reality and i completely got lost in it forgot that i was watching a movie but i do tend to do that with really really good uh movies but this was i just i just really want to congratulate you with that because you made a great vampire movie you made it for us and it wasn't like so ridiculous, like, you know what I mean? Because I mean, we're, 
Like, if we see a vampire just coming up and, ah, it's gonna bite. Like, that's really not gonna play out so well, especially, like, in, you know, with something based in New York. The way that you did it and the way that you told the story, um, because this is not only just a, a project that you directed, like, you were a creator of, all up on this thing. This is your baby. Um, and it was great. So I just wanted to have a conversation with you and say, dude, you did awesome with that. Congratulations. I hope uh, wish you many many mission, wish you many 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 successes. You literally have so many other projects. I could talk to you for freaking hours. So, if you want to tell them some of the things that they can definitely go and check out that you've uh, that you and I know you got a new deal with Universal. Oh, like no seriously, guys, follow them on Instagram. <laughs> What's the info? Uh, well, I've uh, the last two things I did were um, so yeah, I have this this deal universal and i'm developing a couple projects that hopefully i can tell you about later yeah. i'm not going to jinx it just yet we said in them good vibes exciting it's very exciting uh then i let's see i directed uh kevin can f himself just got season two that was really cool and then i did the damn uh the Michael Che show too, and then I just did an episode of Keenan too. I just helped them out on season two. I did a couple episodes there. Hey. And then I have a lot that I'm excited about that are more personal, but I am going to wait till they're yeah. real or more real before I tell yes. you because those are very, those are the ones I'm super excited. Oh, those are so awesome. That's so dope. Well, we send you good vibes and blessings and light and love, all of that good stuff. Thank you so much for working with this sis. Like, yo, you guys, like, this is one of those, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've been trying to get this since I started this channel. But you know what? Everything happens for a reason. And I love it because I never had the light before. I didn't have a microphone before. Have all of this the very first time that I was like, oh my god, I still want to talk to you. I didn't have all of this before, so this is so you know. Sometimes things you gotta just let them, you know, sift themselves out in the wash. <laughs> uh, you prep and you prep, and sometimes you just gotta let it go and roll it. Right, I love it. All right, well, thank you so much for taking the time out. Definitely go check out all of his projects, and especially you guys, if you love the vampire movies, you want to have a great laugh. Go and check it out. It's on Netflix. Okie dokie. It is Vampires versus the Bronx. <laughs> Thank you so much, Oz. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. For sure.